Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are doing a quick discussion on Titan Season 1, Episodes 5 and 6. Just quick impressions, what we're thinking about it. This episode is sponsored by EliasRoush.com. Photo, video, media, get your media at EliasRoush.com. So, let's talk about the episode real quick. Um, this was a pretty crazy last two episodes. I Honestly, this series has been... Uh, only getting better with time, uh, in my opinion. I think it's uh, it's kind of campy in all of the right ways. The uh, the downsides to it really aren't aren't that big, in my opinion. I think that the production value is uh, is 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 pretty up there. I mean, um, I I think my biggest complaint might be Beast Boy when he turns into the tiger, and if that's the only thing I have to worry worry about so far, that's not that big of a complaint. Um, I'm really curious what people are thinking of Titans season one so far. Um, it's gotta be probably because it's a little bit more difficult to, uh, to access for most people, which is why the majority of people weren't talking about it. You have to pay for the DC streaming service as of right now, but maybe that will change in the near future. Um, but so far I think this, uh, has been excellent and it's been one of the better DC properties that have come out in uh, I don't know a couple of years now I think they've only had one or two hits in the past couple of years and this is taking multiple properties multiple comics uh, putting them all into a single season and really giving us uh, uh, a lot to feast on from uh, from a fanboy perspective and I don't even read comics that much so I, I, honestly um, it's just been a pleasure to watch on on the screen just uh titans the the world around them i think it's uh it's really been fleshed out well um episode five together um i'll do the quick synopsis real quick um in order to prepare themselves for the nuclear family's attack dick decides to put Corey, gar rachel through special training and the special training was essentially us as the viewers getting to see what 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 their powers are and having kind of a special effects feast um once again i i they need to do something about beast boy i i guess if they could just working with animals has to be difficult i don't know what they're gonna do about them um maybe have them get i honestly have no idea the tiger thing is not working for me starfire from an acting perspective she i think she's doing great i like her style i like the i like how each of these uh characters have different uh tonal themes when it comes to the music um each of them do have different powers when it comes to starfires hers come, she said she you know she derives part she, she gets her power from the sun and uh, basically at night she's a regular person because she has to recharge. So, um, you know, you win some, you lose some. Raven, she's kind of this tropey girl that uh, has to do with having to, like, not not being able to cope with her emotions or something like that. It, it's definitely self-reflective when it comes to, like, the scenes of her looking into a mirror and she's like, you know, cover the mirror. I can't, you know, I can't look at myself. I can't look at myself. Image. 
it's supposed to be something like by the end of the season, my prediction is going to be she she can look at herself, she can accept herself, and that type of thing. Um, it's 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 a trope we see in um, uh, movies all the time, um, but you know there's not too much we can do about that. Um, there are some predictable aspects about this uh, season, but then they do subvert expectations in other areas. So, like I said, like the tropes they have with some of the characters are kind of a little cliche, but then on the other side, um, they're subverting expectations. So, I've been definitely enjoyed it, especially episode five. We, you know, got some excellent camera work when it comes to the fighting. I think episode five and six, um, which we're about to talk about, um, have some of the best camera work throughout the whole season. Um, <clears throat> having a secondary Robin in at at the very end of episode five, uh, the Atomics families uh, heads heads all get blown up and um, they self destruct and uh, second second Robin Robin two point comes in, um. So that and he comes in in badass fashion. They they all have this like. Uh, you got to roll in the smoke grenades to have some sort of aura to make it all uh, mysterious when they're kicking ass, and you know, it definitely helps cover um, some some of the uh, the hits. But I really did. I really enjoyed, uh, even though it was kind of a plot moving, um, piece moving episode. Uh, episode five was. Um, it was a good introduction to the next phase of the next couple episodes um let me think anything else um i i knew exactly as soon as raven was going to show her powers that it was going to be difficult to um for her to control her powers and she, she might hurt somebody and she has to go you know stay by herself and she might be like you know i told y'all i, I can't do this you know i can't control my powers it's kind of the uh x-men um gene gray thing uh kind of sort of that power you know, can't she's so powerful that she can't do the power that, that until it's absolutely necessary kind of thing. But um, we did see a, a really cool lineup at the very end of that episode when they were doing uh, when they were all you know attacking the Atomic Family. One thing about the Atomic Family is they stay in character no matter if they're fighting or not, and I think that's the, one of the weird things about them, which just makes them kind of like zombies. Um, but they uh they no matter what what they're doing they're always in character so um yeah episode five i don't want to say too much besides it, it was an excellent episode I, I i'm not bored by this season and that's what i'm really enjoying about it um if i could compare to another superhero um amalgamation maybe uh I, I guess you could sort of compare this to, like, the Defenders of, you know, all these superheroes kind of coming together. I don't... The reason this is working a little bit better than that might be... Um, it, it might be for another podcast, honestly. But, um, to be honest, I could see the low production value in um, Defenders. I definitely see a higher production, better camera work um, in this uh and and these uh episodes these past five episodes honestly the, each episode has felt so very um unique honestly and 
I don't think many of them have the same uh, director, which is why they do have their kind of own um, uh, own take, their own look. And uh, I think Brad Anderson, we discussed him. I think he did the first two episodes to kind of set the tone. And he did a good job setting the style. Uh, director uh, of the third episode was Kevin Rodney Sullivan. Director of the fourth episode of the Doom Patrol episode was John Fawcett. And uh, episode of Together, episode five, um, was directed by Mira Menon. And so all these directors do have a different style, but they are coming together in a way that is um, conforming into a nice... Uh, a, a nice complete uh, package and uh, one person that has grown on me as well I, I, I think the majority of uh, these characters have grown on me just as actors I think they've become more comfortable within their character um, Brendan Thwaites uh, as Dick Grayson he he didn't seem comfortable on screen. Him and uh, Tegan Croft did not seem comfortable in front of the screen when uh, the first two episodes were happening. I'm assuming they were shot at the very beginning, but that's not necessarily how all television shot. Um, uh, Starfire has has been excellent. Gar, I think he Gar has brought some good levity to this um, to this series. I think we see it a little bit more in. Uh, six once uh, the Robin 2.0 is brought brought in um, played by Curran Walters who plays Jason Todd as Robin 2.0 and uh, yeah I I'm surprised by the introductions of these side characters that work so well in my opinion um, my, my biggest gripes were probably the original Titans at the beginning but I, it's been it's been fun it's been fun so let's hop into episode six real quick um, Let's see. Episode 6, Jason Todd. Um, let's see. Directed by Carol Banker. And she did... I, I thought she did an excellent job doing this episode. First of all, the camera work in this was exceptional in all of the, uh, in all of the action scenes. Um, everything, all of the hits... I, I'd say... I would saw... Maybe 10% of the hits didn't land, but the ones, the 90% that did, looked like people were getting their their ankles broken, their their wrists snapped, their uh, insides like fucked up. I mean, it it looked like people were actually getting fucked up, and then in some of these, uh, the camera work toward the end when we're seeing Robin 2.0 go really off on these cops. Um, Sort of in a Dark Knight style, kind of how uh, Dark Knight how he has to do something similar, um, but um, he goes Robin two point goes way over the fucking edge. Like I'm uh, like I had to watch that scene maybe two or three times to really grasp because the first time I was like, holy shit, he's he, he's he's not uh, uh, disabling these people like uh, temporarily. He's permanently disabling these people like i think that guy might have a broken back that one guy might have a concussion that guy uh, he might be dead um he uh did a back back flip kick on a lady um it it, it was like insane it was uh extremely well choreographed i haven't seen this type of action in let's see a movie since 
I mean, the raid, you know, if you've seen the raid, you know how hard that goes. So it, it felt like a slightly toned down version of the raid when it came down to it. And it had some nice long shots. Um, I'd say one, one or two long shot, one or two or three, two or three one long shots. But um, overall, I thought it was pretty dope. And uh, they had a great use of CG in this episode. I really think that this show thrives when it's not trying to show too much CG and it's just small things like the characters jumping from a bridge, uh, a high a high point to a low point, you know, um, or uh, doing a quick kick or maybe a bullet. Um, I mean, everyone's seen the, the slow-mo bullet, but I'm, I'm just saying this show is do doing a great job dispersing the CG and the fighting um in between is helping the choreography is just superb i, I it it's like it, it's doing everything right when netflix seems to have everything wrong um in my opinion with the exception of daredevil season three has been exceptional and unfortunately it's just been canceled so uh yeah we'll discuss that um another time so um yeah, I think this episode, episode six, Dick and the new Robin, Jason Todd, team up to track down the man who's killing off Todd's, uh, sorry, who's killing off Dick's old circus friends. Um, so yeah, that was, um, this, this plot specifically, I thought was going to be more predictable than it actually was. Um, I thought we were going to lose our our man Lester uh, Spite, who plays Clayton Williams. Where <clears throat> I, I was trying to figure out where we had Clayton Williams before. Sorry, not, uh, not Clayton Williams. Lester Spite. Um, we've seen him in uh, Transformers. I think he was um, on the dark side of the moon. Um, I, I don't know what else he's been in, but I guess that's the last thing I really noticed him in. Um, but yeah, I... I he he brings a warm presence, as in uh, the closest thing for Dick to have for family, and uh, I thought we were gonna lose him, which is one thing they subverted my expectation. We didn't lose him, and unfortunately, we lost the rest of the circus that we never met. Which um, yeah, it's a shame, but. Uh, I guess it, it I guess it was good for a one off though my only thing was <clears throat> this whole the second half of this um the second half of this episode turns into a mini dark knight movie. I mean, we have someone with a two face breaking people out of crime uh what's uh breaking mob bosses out of jail you know saying that we're not going to save them you know uh this is all dark knight territory and it's kind of like switched over written for the uh dick grayson storyline and yeah it's uh it's kind of obvious in my opinion you know the uh the similarities i'm sure that they were they watched that movie a hundred times and they were like well, what works what doesn't work i mean we're we're even down to like 
breaking people out of uh uh, what's it called uh, when they're being transported to jail uh, I, I mean it's almost a straight rip off of the second and third acts of the Dark Knight and it's like I it's so obvious as a as a fan but it works you know um, all of it works and then we have the Robin 2.0 to kind of change the uh, the scenery at the very end to kind of blur the lines of who we really thought this guy was. Um, yeah, it looks like Robin 2.0 is going to have to go. And eventually I'm thinking it's going to be Robin versus Robin. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be bright enough that we can see a lot of the, the fighting has been, um, in darker, uh, darker places. So, um, a little bit hard to see. So I'm really hoping we get, um, you know, we, we, we get some slightly illuminated uh, places that we can see some really tight choreography between the Robins. Um, obviously, the Robin 2.0, I've said that him going off at the very end of this episode was uh, magnificent from a, a technical perspective and horrible from a story perspective. But somebody's got to be a bad guy in this. Um, one thing they did subvert expectations with was holding back Batman. They were doing a really, really uh, spectacular job dancing and uh, doing backflips over introducing the Batman um, character and storyline. And, and I guess they did a great job with this. The, the little Two-Face uh, scenario, um, play, the, the Nick Zuko melting man thing, um, I, I was a little iffy on the storyline. I just felt like, what was his um, purpose for melting all these people? It, it just seemed like he, just because his father was a mob boss or something like that, and he wasn't let off and wasn't saved by Robin, um, felt like, I felt like we were missing a couple scenes. Like, we, we needed to see the transformation of Melting Man to happen. So it happened a little fast. So that would probably be uh, something I wasn't too keen on for this episode. But other than that, um, it's a very small nitpick, you know. Um, I, th this episode has a thousand, a thousand ratings on it on IMDb, uh, averaged at eight six at the moment. So uh, that's pretty good. That, that's pretty solid. Looks like there's a couple more episodes available. So we. Might get on to podcasting now. Be sure to rate, share, subscribe. Lucky Dog Podcasts. Check us out on Apple, Google Play, podcast apps all over the internet. Thank you for the listening. Thank you.